podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. on a Wednesday and you're joined by the two lads who seem to be the only two Celtic fans that are not in Madrid. Um, and it's me, Kevin Graham, and John Hughes Jr. Magnet67 quite lightly, quite rightly points out that it was 1980 since we last played Real Madrid and the Sean Meyer points out that we played Atletico Madrid in 2001 as well. Um Atletico Madrid got put out the the, the Champions League last night, eh? and uh, which is always nice to see a club that we've got a bit of history with going out, going out of the Champions League. So what what to do until John can manage to get back on? What we'll do is we'll go through some some of your uh, comments and we'll go through the tag the, the tagline. I mean, as Celtic fans descend on the Bernabeu. What should we expect? Now, AS, I think it was AS Marsa today, called the Celtic fans descending on Madrid 7,000 ticketless hooligans are, the sounding, are descending on the nice streets of Madrid. Um, we all know that's a whole road of rubbish and we all, we all know uh, that sometimes the Spanish police can be overzealous with their placing of boisterous fans with boisterous songs and dream and boisterous dreams. Eh? So some of, some of the social media stuff's been quite frightening, actually, to actually see the, the, the Spanish police um, drawn battens with, with, on the Celtic fans and that. But again... I mean, again, we don't actually know the whole story. We weren't actually there, but just the way, just the way over the last couple of weeks, John Paul Taylor, the the Celtic SLO, has been like putting things on, like has been putting things on Twitter. I mean, it seemed like the Celtic fans were going out there, basically to a prison. You have to be here at a certain time. You weren't allowed a certain size of banners in the stadium. Uh, didn't. Didn't expect, didn't expect to get in the ground without tickets. A whole load of things, eh? And it, it was all, it was also like, eh, I was like going on a school trip, and the list, like the list of do's and don'ts that get sent to your mom and dad before you go on a school trip, eh? Something that I didn't, eh, um, it's something that I didn't really fancy. I, I must admit, there's seven thousand Celtic fans out there, around with the two and a half thousand, I think, that have got the tickets, and it's no really a trip that I really fancied. Truthfully, the, the trips I always fancied to watch Celtic were Liverpool at Anfield, which I've done, AC Milan or Inter Milan at the San Siro, eh, which I've done as well, and. The new camp, Barcelona at the new camp, which I've done. Eh? I've never been a big Real Madrid. I've never been captivated by Real Madrid, let's say, because of I think the top's a bit crap. 
truthfully. The top's a bit rubbish. There, there, there doesn't seem anything special about a pure white kit, unlike the mighty hoops. Um, but I, I it's, it's, not a drip that, it's not a trip that captured my imagination, but it's utterly fantastic to see the number of Celtic fans going across, posting their pictures on social media and stuff like that. And it's really quite funny seeing the amount of guys who are trying to say that they're more jealous. Um having barbed and like wide comments about the people taking pictures of their airport pints and all of that. I, I take these are the type of guys that listen to Jason Cundy. These guys that are actually like belittling Celtic fans going out to watch their team to enjoy themselves and what is a dead rubber. But hey, it's Madrid. It's Real Madrid. We haven't played Real Madrid since 1980. These lads and girls have got every right to go out there and enjoy themselves and hopefully get into the stadium and see the hoops um, bring on, a, get a very, very good good, uh, a very good performance. Eh? Michael McDonald comes in, San Siro, setting best stadium. The San Siro was a cracking stadium to actually go and see. The facilities in it were pure in 1989 when it was actually built, but I do think it's an absolute sacrilege that uh, they're knocking it down. I think that's absolutely terrible. It's an iconic stadium. Um, it's a bit like the, the. It's a bit like Madrid. I mean, this Madrid stadium seems to have been getting refurbished for about 18 months now. Uh, by, the, by the looks of things, eh? So it's it's quite it's quite difficult uh, to know I mean, what they're doing to it. I mean, I, I don't know what they're actually doing to the stadium in Madrid. Um, but there's 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 like tarpaulin and that everywhere. John is trying to get back in, but he still hasn't appeared. Um, now I'll, I'll, I'll come to the comments. Then there's there's some comments that have already started. Uh, Michael McDonald, I'm going to bring you up again. Expect it all and regret nothing. What do I expect from tonight and what do I want for want from tonight? I want to win. That goes if it's saying. I want to actually win the game. Uh, but realistically, with Madrid needing a point and the fact that Madrid are a, an elite level side who will go far in this competition... It seems extremely difficult, and again, you, you've got the the hope of that you just have a performance in this game, and what has been a, a difficult, uh, a difficult, it has been a difficult European campaign. It really has been a difficult European campaign. There, there's no way round about it. Uh, we're sitting there with minus seven goals, uh, goal difference. We haven't actually won a game yet. So, yes, it's been disappointing. There have been some, some plus points. The plus points for me have been Matt O'Reilly. The plus points as well, quite bizarrely, has been the amount of chances that we've actually created. And I reckon that we have learned what we need to do. Uh, we have learned what we, what we need to do. Um, we have learned what we need to do going back into the Champions League. Uh, so it's actually quite interesting to hear Ange Postacoglu, and, he, and, and, he, and he's been very, very, very consistent with his thoughts on Celtic being a Champions League team. Celtic will be a champion. Celtic can only improve in the Champions League if they uh, if they appear consistent consistently in the Champions League and that's something that we haven't done over the last decade and that's a failing of the football club and Postacoglu is right, we have to get used to playing at this level again and being in the Champions League this year and it being another five years until we get in the Champions League once again eh, is not good for the football club it isn't really good for the football club and I'm glad and I'm glad Postacoglu is actually bringing that up um, Numpty Dez 67 by the way this Madrid youth team are really something else doing well to be only 3-1 down right right now I can actually say that Colin Watt from the Axon team is actually at that B team game it might be the only game that he gets to today in Madrid 
judging by some of the messages that he's sending that he's still he's still across there looking for a ticket but he is actually at the B team game just now um, Numpty Des coming I'll bring you back in I was there in 1980 the Madrid fans in the stadium were horrendous as well they were above us throwing all sorts of stuff down on us including urine I, I don't care. I've never had. I mean, I, I went to the New Camp game, the last sixteen game. I can't even remember the score when we were up the highest point in the up the highest point in the stadium. I think that was two thousand and eight. I was at the New Camp. It would have been. I was absolutely frozen. It's one of the coldest I've ever been uh, at a football game. And uh, the, the span the Spanish polos weren't too nice. weren't they too nice to us. The Barcelona fans were, were like no really as good as as well, eh? So aye, it's a bit weird, but they're not the most arrogant support that I've ever come across. The most arrogant support I've ever come across is Bayern Munich. Hey, we went to Munich when we were one nothing up. Alan Thompson scored a header and we lost two one. Not Marcus Hedman's finest moment, I would say. Um and the Bayern Munich fans were just arrogant. Really, really arrogant, and I've never liked I've never liked Munich since then. John, did you not fancy the trip to Madrid yourself? I, I did, mate. But uh, the only tickets were in the away end, and all I could see was potential problems with that. So, you know, I didn't fancy the trip, and then uh, getting there and getting punted. And as far as I know, they're looking for all sorts of uh, ID and all that as you go in. So you might make it, you might not. But uh, it's a lot of money and a lot of time to spend and getting punted out of the game, you know. So uh, the actual trip itself, no, I've been to Madrid before. It's a nice city. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of, I, I know a lot of our fans wanted a sort of glamour tie and they wanted Madrid. Uh, I, I'm not that fussed on them, to be fair. Ah, it's a bit like me. I'm not, as I was saying when you were trying to get your Wi-Fi sorted, I'm no fussed on them either. It's no... It's maybe something to do with the kit. I just didn't. I just think they're bland. It's not. It's not. It's not, it's, it's not like a dream. It wasn't like a dream. My my dream move. My, my my dream places to go and watch Celtic were the San Siro, Anfield, and the New Camp, and I've done all three. And yeah. Madrid, Madrid was never one of them. Uh, but I understand why they do hold an allure for certain people, John. Well, I mean, it's just you know, it's, it's a glamorous city and all that. But you know, in terms of the football club, you know, it's. Uh, it's a state-backed institution, isn't it? And uh, uh, Celtic fans, I think, were more inclined to veer away from state-backed institutions. Um, you know, so they get an awful lot, or they've had a lot of an awful lot of funding uh, in the past from uh, the state itself. So I think most of us would have an allegiance to Barcelona closer to, you know, um, well, certainly the old Barcelona. Uh, I know the new Barcelona. The new Barcelona, who are half a billion pound in debt, are probably not much better, <laughs> to be fair. You know, half a billion pound in debt and trying to get loans off. That's a billion. Half a billion. It's a billion pound in debt. Yeah, Aye, it's, it's, a, it's a billion pound in debt and trying to get loans from UEFA. Yeah. For future yeah. money, from future earnings from the Moneyfied Unicorn, which we play our last game in <laughs> uh, tonight. Yeah. What, what, what are you expecting for the night, John? What, what, what are you sitting here actually expecting? I says well, before you came, I, I says yeah. before you came back on. I want a win. I want to go out with a win, but again, I'm just here sitting wanting a performance. Have a performance. Don't really disgrace ourselves, and I think that's the best we can really hope for when we actually look at it realistically. I'm arguing with myself and I was trying to come to a, a conclusive position before I came on here but I'm still arguing with myself um, so uh, every time I think of something positive I think of something negative so um, again as you say a good performance and all I, I, you know we leave with our dignity intact we put in a good show uh, I, that's I would take that uh, but you know, although I think ultimately it'll probably be a similar score to what it was the first time, at the end of the day, <clears throat> you know, listening to other people as well, I thought we'd very little chance, a zero chance really, in this game, because despite the fact people saying it doesn't matter to them and it's not important to them, you know, I appreciate this may be the least important game of their season, 
but winning the group has in the past been very, very important. You know, I think only something like 28% of the people who finish second proceed until the next round. So it can be very important, and it was super important for them last year because their entire run was constructed of second legs in the Bernabeu. Mm-hmm. You know, coming back from second legs in the Bernabeu. So it was incredibly important for them. And then at the same time, you're listening to the people going, least important game of their season. They have tons of stuff coming up, but not playing well. Didn't play well at the weekend again. It looks very heavy legged. Uh, they've got a lot of guys who seem to be tired. They're more concerned about the league games that are coming up. Um, so honestly, I just don't know what to expect. I, I don't know what to expect from them. I know what to expect from us. You know what I mean? Um, I think we will go there and absolutely give it a lash, the same as we did the first time. You know, uh, you, you could argue that we'd be missing a bit of edge because, um, you know, obviously it has no bearing on our season at all. But I don't think so. I think these boys, you know, they realise, you know, uh, how important these games are for their season, how important these games are personally for them, how important it is to measure us against the likes of Madrid. Um, and they really, I, you know, from a professional pride, if not alone, I'm going to want to go out and absolutely smash it. So I expect nothing less from us than 100%. It's the Madrid thing. I just don't know what to expect from Madrid. Uh, and it's really, you know, I, I thought I did. I thought they would go, go for it, and I thought we'd be in a bit of trouble. Um, but, it, you know, having looked at it, uh, I'm not sure that's the case. Um, so I, I, I don't know, Kevin. I suppose it really, it really just depends on what you think Madrid are going to do. If Madrid turn up and play the way they can't play, I think it'll be 3-1. Uh, you know, I expect us to get a goal this time. I was looking back at the highlights again this morning, and that Callum McGregor, you know, shot off the inside post. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I God, it was, um, you know, we had a couple of good chances, so we did, you know, but obviously they had plenty as well. Um, but just the way we play, I think, is too... Ultimately, they will grind us down. So I expect we'll put up a good show in the first half. Um, I, you know, I think our only chance of taking any sort of a result is to score one or two in the first half and hang on for dear life. Um, you know, and I'm not saying we can't do that because that's a possibility, especially if we're going out looking at these shooting bits again. If, if you look at every five the five games that we've played, there is a mark in every game where we where we drop off, and I don't think we had the same drop off against Shakhtar. I think we were okay towards the end of the game against Shakhtar, but in the games before that, you got to about the sixty second, sixty third, sixty fourth, sixty fifth minute, and there was a definite drop off. And you've got to say that might happen again tonight because of the level of the the team that we're actually playing at. We Jimmy. Uh, comment, Real Madrid don't capture your imagination, their football and royalty. I understand why folk love Real Madrid and see them as football and royalty, but when I was growing up in the 80s, the teams that I saw as football and royalty were Liverpool, AC Milan, the famous AC Milan side with Van Basten, who at the, at the early 90s, and Barcelona. And I, I've never had that, uh, that... And it's nothing to do with their supposed politics at the back or, or anything like that. Even even when they've been I mean how many champions how many European Cups have they won? Fourteen. They are the world's most successful club, even though others actually claim to be that. I just didn't see them as football and royalty and it's just something in my head. I just don't see them. But I understand people that actually do see them as football and royalty. And a bit like you John I mean, now I didn't go for the drink and the crack. To my last away game with Celtic was uh, Rens away when yeah. Chad Uri scored a fabulous own goal uh, that night, and 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 we drew one each. <laughs> uh, that that was my that was that was my last away game that I, that I went to in Europe. I'm now I'm now so far away from getting a ticket for any of these games in Europe. I I, I just can't justify pay, paying. Hundreds of pounds to just go and wander about a city, um, well, and, and, and maybe get in the away end. I can't justify yeah. that. Um, well, I, I'd be the same, but I, I disagree with you as much as you know. I think factually speaking, uh, you know, I think there's a different thing there. They're definitely football and loyalty. There's no question of that. But 
that doesn't mean they catch a viewer imagination on a personal level. No, you know, didn't they? That, you know that's that's what I'm saying. They're, 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 it's the same with me. You can't deny how great they are. They are you know, without question. You know uh, the, the top team in the world, despite some ten-year-old things, ten-year-old teams think. Uh, but you know, at the same time, that doesn't mean that they're a team that you fancy. I, I don't. I've never, I've never liked them uh, particularly. I don't dislike them, but I've you know never liked them. And as you say, they wouldn't have been one of the important teams to me growing up. Um, you know, I, again, I think that's to do with you know sort of certain ethics and things like that as well. Uh, so you know, I, I don't want to flag them off for that. And, I, and then this world for everything's you know all these top teams are sort of corrupted now. Um, so you know, I'm it's not, a corrupted competition, Moran John. Yeah, so no, let's not beat about the bush about yeah, that. I'm not, I'm not going to try and get my high talk, high loss, and you know, say Madrid are particularly worse than anyone else or not. But just from my point of view, they were always a state establishment team, you mm-hmm. know. And again, that's why I, I'm not, I don't particularly like them. But you know, that's a personal thing. I understand why people absolutely love them. You know, glamorous oh. club, glamorous city, you know, glamorous country. For all, oh. you know, so they're fantastic. You know, and work away. You know, it's just not my thing. I don't understand why there was a massive clamour for people going to this game. Uh, doing the, it's a glamour tie of this of this group, and people, well, as you say, it's a Spain, a wee maybe a wee bit of autumn sun that people are going to get, and it's a, it's a, also the fact that it was the last game as well. It gave a lot of folk time to plan and save to actually go to the glamour tie at the end. When when this group came out, if I was going to go to an away game, the one that I did fancy was Leipzig. Uh, I, I did. I did fancy to go to Leipzig. I had a really good time in Munich. Apart from the Bayern Munich fans, John, you missed that conversation with myself that I had earlier on. Uh, and I think the Germans know how to do football, know how to treat football fans. So Leipzig probably would have been the game that I would have fancied going to if I had any any hope of getting a ticket. Yeah. And. Germany, Germany, and Italy are the two places that I found uh, that the only two ones now that, that float my boat. For going to actually watch football, eh? it's Germany and Italy. Eh, oh. Even though the Italians are not the best organised, eh? I just think there's something about the vibe the Italians give us. Eh, yeah, they, they, they understand football fandom, eh, yeah. and and, it's, and I like I like the vibe that you get when you go to Italy. Yeah, well, I mean, and again, these things, I, you know, I, I I I just wouldn't travel without a ticket. I know that that's. That's the way things, but I wouldn't travel without a ticket because there's no guarantee of a good time, you know, uh, outside stuff happens. I mean, we've already seen some videos, uh, you know, if you get in the wrong side, uh, you know, some of the riot police or stuff like that. And, and a lot of countries, not just in Spain, you know, you can end up with a very, very sore head and, a, and a, not a great story to tell. So, you know, I, I prefer to be guaranteed to get to the game. Uh, that's the purpose of going. Um, so... You know, look, at the end of the day, uh, people will go, they're going to have a great time, they're enjoying their trip, they've already seen it, I wish them all nothing but the best, I'm jealous as hell, I won't pretend that I'm not, I'd still love, because despite everything we're saying here, I'd still take a trip away, you know, oh, and sitting here on a very, very wet Wednesday morning, <laughs> if it's a choice between here and Madrid, yeah, I'm trying to just try to make myself feel better, but I say, oh, no, it's terrible, <laughs> I see it every day, no, uh, fair play, man. I'll try not to turn as green as a blazer behind me here. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with everybody going. And and if somebody would have offered me a ticket and I could have got the time off my work, I would have been like, I am gone. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to note that. But, but I'm a bit like you now. I, I need to have a ticket before I travel, and that's mainly because I'm, I didn't drink anymore. I mean, if I was still in the bevy, I would have probably been there lying. And some Spanish gutter somewhere just now, like <laughs> but then you care what day it is, never never mind uh, never mind getting a ticket for the game. Uh, as as many people say, sometimes sometimes the game actually ruins a great European away trip. That, 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 <laughs> that's the same on my CSC. <laughs> well, well, certainly with our record, that, that's that's definitely true. The game, the game is always the worst part of the trip. Roddy McDonald comes in here. I, I never knew this, Roddy. Uh, 
classiest European team in my experience is Milan. Real class and with, with Ancelotti even classier. Our Lisbon trophy is an AC's possession. So yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, mean yeah. Milan probably got to keep well, the old one. Yeah, they must have got the old one, yeah. They must have won the last old one then before it before it moved to the Champions League. I'm trying to remember who, who, what game that was or who they would have beat, but uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember. Maybe if Roddy can come back in and tell us. Would it be uh, Barcelona 4 0? I don't know. I really don't know. My memory's not that great for games that don't involve us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it, that's interesting. Uh, no, Milan, uh, again, uh, beautiful city, um, uh, and that's, that's a really nice trip. Um, so especially the areas around Milan, I love Italy. So you know, I'd be happy enough to go back there any day of the week. Hopefully next year we get a, a good draw as well. Uh, once we've finished winning this league, um, you know. Um, but it's uh, big, uh, big cup of Vickers out tonight, injured as well. Um, so that's a that's a concern, uh, and on that stupid pitch. Uh, which we've been complaining about since 2018. Uh, which is just, I don't know what it's like. It's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, when I'm sitting taking notes on the, the games now, I, I know people have already covered this, but um, I'm actually watching the ball. You're just watching the bounce of the ball. See the amount of times the ball bounces in a bizarre way. You know, there's backspin on it when it's going forward and stuff. It's just, it's it's bizarre. And those three, a 3G pitch, and they're up to 5G now, I think. Late in 2018, so it's well, well out of date. Anyway, no wonder he was injured. The, 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 the pitch is like a carpet you find in a skip. That's uh, that's what that, that's what it is. Eh? It's yeah. it's a dreadful, dreadful pitch. Uh, a dreadful, dreadful side. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean uh, they are. And I'm quite glad it was an uninteresting game, John. And I says on Monday when when I was on with Paul, I went, it was uninteresting, uneventful and routine. And that's all I could ask for. And it's about time that we started dealing with Livingston like that. Yeah. Well, I I have to say, I I lost a lot of faith uh, in the folk in the live chat uh, during the game at halftime because there was a serious discussion going on about signing Nubile. Uh, and uh, I, I had to turn off the live chat because I was like, oh, what's going on here? No offence to anyone that's on today. I don't know if you were on at half time then, but I mean, I, I don't know what some people are watching. I genuinely don't know what some people are watching sometimes. It's like, are, are you serious? You know, the, the man's a wrestler. You know, what, what's he going to add to us? Uh, we're trying to improve this team and people are wanting us to sign a guy like that. I, I just don't understand. You know, I think it just maybe uh, there's a lot of people on the beer earlier on, on a Sunday uh, because uh, that was insane. I, I, you know, and I mentioned it uh, on Twitter as well. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't see anyone agreeing with uh, the notion. So maybe it's just a couple of rogues, but that, that's insane. There's two things two things about that. It's, it's the, 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 the London Dykes. Situation as well because I remember big dykes ragdolled uh, Julian right uh, and absolutely ragdolled him and said we should sign him we should sign him but just fair enough the big guy didn't like getting roughed up and big dykes had a decent game against us he lacked for me he lacked any finesse to be a Celtic centre forward whatsoever uh, but the second thing is what London Dykes got away got away with for Livingston, he would never get away with for Celtic. What Nubley gets away with for Livingston, he would never get away with Celtic, because we just get refereed different. And I'm not going into the whole the whole paranoid thing. Where if Nubley tried to actually back into the way that he was swinging about Carter Vickers now on Sunday, if he was doing that in a Celtic jersey against any other defender, it's a free kick every day of the week to the opposition team. That's that's what you've got to remember as well. Yeah, that, that was part of the game though because I noticed that 
and he liked a particularly naughty social media post as well, where he didn't really understand what it meant. <laughs> oh, I say nothing about that. Uh, but the um, yeah, I, I noticed during the game it was it was a strange one. First of all, I was thinking James Forrest isn't even attempting to take on his man. And funny enough, then I noticed that neither was uh, Hans Ivanovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, att- they weren't attempting to take on their man, and I was like. What's going on here? Because there was space. I know James has lost a bit of pace, but there was plenty of space. And then you start to realise, oh, wait a minute, this is a tactic. So, you know, we're play, playing the ball inside, going for the one-two, not crossing it in, because that's what happened, I think, with the other lot. They get, mm-hmm. they get showed down the outside all day, crossed it in all day, crosses were cleared all day. And we should know all about that, because we've been in that position plenty of times, plenty of games that we've had to sit and watch that. Uh, just boys running down the outside they're, they're happy to give us the space happy to let us cross it in happy to defend that all day so then you start to think oh okay this is actually a good idea uh, because James was constantly making that uh, you know the, the run uh, parallel to the 18 yard box and, and playing one twos um, so you know it, it, was a, it turned out to be very effective actually it didn't let, let them settle and let them get into their patterns as they would have wanted to. Uh, so, you know, that, that was good to see. Um, but then... But then, uh, but in, in terms of the centre-halves, Kev, here's just a question for you, sorry, just before we that. In terms of the centre-halves, signing the, the young Japanese fella, who is that bad news for? <sighs> Your automatic thought goes to Stephen Welsh, who's likely to play tonight. But then, have we signed Jens permanently? No, we haven't. So and, uh, th- there's a choice or two there? No, well, actually, not so much. Uh, because I instinctively thought Welsh and then I had a wee look. And Welsh is actually in a very long contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stevens are a long contract. Um, so I would say... It's, uh, yeah, this might be in a spot of bother if this guy comes in and does the business. Now, by all accounts, he's a bit of a project. He's not the finished article. But you could have said the same about Jens, really, when we signed him. Um, so I- I'm not sure. I think Jens might be at risk. Now, do you think that's definitely no? Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. This is the death knell for Liam Scales, is it? I think so. I think Liam has uh, had has had his time here. Eh? I think he's came... There's a number of players came to the club last season when we needed numbers, John. And a number of players are now out on loan. Other players other places, I don't even care how they're getting on at loan at these other places, and it looks like they're not going to be, it looks like they don't have a future at Celtic anyway at this precise moment in time, and Liam Scales is probably one of them. Um, I mean, what you could also say about them, Brian, in the centre-half is maybe they're just predicting the future that the impressive Cameron Carter Vickers might not be hanging around very long. Oh God, don't, don't, no. <laughs> Don't even start on that one here. No, you're just ruining my day now. No. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, it's just like maybe we're looking at it wrongly. I mean, we've still got Starfelt uh, to come back yeah, as yeah. well. Eh? But yeah. what we're actually seeing just now, if we sign Jens, then it's bad news for Stephen Welsh. It is bad news for Stephen Welsh because Jens is in that team before Welsh every week just now while Starfelt is injured. Yeah, no, it is, it is bad. I, I, I uh, there's a friend of mine that I actually um, uh, owed me for a ticket I got, and uh, 
he decided to, he told me that the the, the Rangers Aberdeen game uh, it was seventeen to two for Aberdeen to win. So he put a wee bet on for me. So for once, I actually watched uh, a bit of them play because there was one hundred and ninety quid wasted on it. So uh, I watched a bit of them play, and um, it wasn't even close to be fair. And Scales was nowhere to be seen. Uh, you know, he didn't look to have stepped up to me any sort of level. Now, to be fair, the tactics they were playing were mad. You know, they're playing a high line three at the back, and uh, Rangers were just running through them. So. Uh, but I certainly didn't come out of that game thinking there's a fella we need to get back. There's a fella that needs to come back off alone straight away and get in the team. It's, uh, it's, and it looks now they're not they're queuing up now to get in front of him. To be fair, so uh, I, I think his time is done. I, I don't. I don't necessarily think it's how these guys do on loan. It's how they learn and what they use when they come back for the pre-season. Like some of them can go down to a lower level and went, oh, I don't fancy it here, I'm going to need to work really, really hard. You look at you look at Tony Ralston. He had a spell at St Johnson, where my St Johnson supporting friend Fraser will tell me he was absolutely rank rotten. He was absolutely red. Yeah. He had a spell at Dundee United in the Championship as well, where my Dundee United supporting pal that I work with, he went like that. He says he was great for us in the Championship, absolutely brilliant for us in the Championship. So there you go, you've got two polarising loan moves, but yeah. he's used it when he's got his last chance when he's came back at Celtic. It's all experience for the lad. So it'll be interesting to see how Scales use it. But as you say, there seems to be dominoes lining of, and lining up in front of Scales now. Go well, you, yeah. you're you're not going to get a you're not going to get an opportunity here. I'm going to bring up Frank Kennedy here. This this is something that's maybe just me, maybe a, a little wee OCD with me. Let's hope Madrid don't win the European Cup again. They are already thirteen in front of us as it is. <laughs> Does anybody else, when it gets to the Champions League final, hope that there's no a new winner? So we're still in that wee group of exclusive clubs that have actually won the European <laughs> Cup. Now, I'll, I remember being utterly devastated when Chelsea won it and they were added into that group. Yeah. And and now you're looking at it and Madrid winning it. As long as the winner has already won it previously, I'm quite happy. So nobody, else, so, so nobody else gets added to that group. Am I just weird uh, thinking that? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, I'm not saying you're weird, but I've certainly never even thought <laughs> <laughs> it's new to me uh, but yeah, fair enough I take your point, that's actually fair enough <laughs> Aye, I mean I, 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 don't I, I don't want Man City I don't want PSG and that name to get added into that list I just want it kept to the, the clubs as, as it is Quite right, Kev, quite right Maybe that's me just being petty but I do not know Jungle Wine's quite right Nubile will end up at Hearts I, I've, if, yeah. if, if you're a betting man I would put money on Nubile ending up at Hearts next season uh, yeah. Now yeah. Juan Douglas comes in uh, there was a Barca 4-0 game uh, well, that, 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 that Milan got it Roddy comes back in and says, yes, they got it for the third win. But then Jungle Lion points out, Ajax won it three times in a row in the 1970s. Why didn't they keep it? So we've got, um, if anybody can clear that up before the end of the show, it would be really, really good. David David Beats, I really hope we give a good account of ourselves and can really push on and, and have a good goal next year. We all hope so as well. John, what's your team for the night? Who, who do you reckon? How do you reckon we're going to line up? Uh, I would go Juranovic, uh, 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 Jens Welsh, Taylor. Uh, not that we've got much choice in the matter, to be fair. Um, O'Reilly, Hatati, and Hatsibanovic. Uh, and I would go Jota, Kyogo, and Abada of Forest. Um, that would be my starting. Um, so I think he's definitely going to play Kyogo. Uh, although whenever I say definitely about an Ange team, I usually end up uh, looking a bit foolish. Uh, but I think his his tendency would be to play, play Kyogo in these games. And I think the goal that Kyogo scored at the weekend has given us all some hope that maybe he's um, get a bit of his confidence back. Uh, so uh, I just hope his confidence hasn't been knocked by being left out of the Japanese squad. 
what, 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 did, what did you make of that? What, what do you make of that? Maeda going as a centre forward. Maeda gets played as a centre forward for Japan yeah. and taking him instead yeah. of Furuhashi. Yeah, I, I thought that uh, he would have been disappointed but unsurprised uh, given his form. However, I then had a look at who they were taking. And so Maeda, we know. But the other two boys, uh, one of them's not kicked a ball. Nearly all season. And the other one like, scored you know, four or five goals. Uh, so obviously it's to do with you know what the manager perceives he wants in his team. But certainly to take a guy who hasn't you know hasn't been playing, you know, in front of Kyogo, I think is bizarre. And I think some of the Japanese fans think that as well. You know, uh, it never occurred to me until it was pointed out that these are who they've taken, because you're just assuming, well, they must have Real, real competition. They must have top class players. Turns out, not so much. You know, now obviously Maeda is there to do a job, uh, and it's a different job than Kyogo does. Uh, but they've got to have a centre forward, really. You know, um, and I think it's just the way that they play. Uh, they prefer someone who works better within that team, and they obviously feel that it is uh, not Kyogo. Uh, now, Hitati wasn't a surprise, really, because he's not been in their team uh, much at all. He's been very peripheral, so uh, that's not a surprise. But I was, I'd say I was surprised by that. I just told the wee man, after just finding his form and scoring an absolutely smashing goal, he doesn't have his uh, confidence knocked again, because it's so important, you know, when these guys care, um, confidence is everything. And, uh, you know, I had people saying to me, oh, no, he's mentally strong and, you know, He's moved to a different country, he's adapted and celebrating in front of fans and all the rest of it. I'm not, the mentality is not the issue. Of course he's mentally strong. You have to be mentally strong and disciplined to be a player at this level, but confidence is a different thing. You know, a completely different thing. I would hope that you had an inkling that was going to happen, just because he never played in too many of the friendly games that they played in Germany recently. I think he played 45 minutes. I actually ended up watching that game. It was a Friday afternoon. It was a dreadful game of football. And when Kyogo went off, I wasn't too surprised. But then the Japanese could have took about 10 other players off. And it wouldn't have made a difference to the game. The game was utterly dreadful. Um, and they brought on Maeda for the second half. Funnily enough, they replaced him. But I thought... As you say, the quality of the Japanese squad. Liam's probably the person to ask about this. And I'm, he was on the Celtic Down Under podcast this morning. And I was actually working this morning, so I couldn't listen to the Celtic Down Under podcast. But I'll catch up on it later. But having a look at the Japanese squad, there's no many players. Kyogo and Hatate and Maeda have played in the Champions League this season, played at a very, very top level, playing playing in Europe as well. And you would have thought that that would have made... That's, this is me probably just being snobby again, no kidding, no kidding the, the, the standard of the J-League. But yeah. B comes in, Hatati has been brilliant all year, very harsh. I'm surprised he wasn't an outsider because of what he's done in flashes in the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, He's, he's I don't like him. You know, it's, uh, I know it's, it's, it's harsh, uh, but uh, I, I think, apparently, now, again, uh, I just hope Liam doesn't watch this back and give his absolute pelters, but apparently they are very strong in the midfield. That's pretty much right. where they are, they're their strength. So, um, so, but then that makes you wonder, you know, Kyogo, uh, because if you're strong in the midfield, that, the, the implication is there that you're not that strong up front, you know, and so, you know, why, why leave him out? You know, I know Hattati has been, uh, uh, has been uh, very good for us. He's also been very erratic for us, but, I mean, regardless, you know, he's still a quality player and they obviously think they have better because he's not got a sniff um, and he hasn't been in the squads or anything really, so he's not really been involved in the preparation for the most part, um, but I'm still... Yeah, look, see, as long as it doesn't affect Kyogo's form for us, I suppose I don't really care. Uh, I feel bad for the guy. Um, you know, he's 27 and pretty much probably a last chance. So, as far last as chance to play in a World Cup. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, so I feel bad for him. 
ridiculous. Or, I mean, uh, this comment holds weight, holds fact, holds water. Kyogo has been off it all season. Uh, Stevie Wonder could tell you that, justified to be left out. Maybe he's that, not been off it as much as a guy that hasn't played. Aye, well, aye I mean, I understand. Not, a guy sitting on the bench, I'm pretty sure, hasn't been on it, you know. So, you know, I take the point, but, you know, it depends what the competition is. Uh, and the competition doesn't look to be that great. So, you know, I, I, you know that's a valid point, but only in, re- in respect of, uh, you know, who he's up against. And he doesn't appear to be up against very much, so I am surprised by that. Well, it's good news for Celtic. I mean, what we've got to remember is Kyogo missed four months of the season last year. Um, missed four, four months of the season last last year, and he's going to be with us. I don't know if the team are going to have a break. I mean, it's really quite. I mean, it's really like quite bemusing that the World Cup starts in two weeks. There's a World uh, Cup in two weeks. Is it? Just, yeah, it's end, end of November. Just, yeah, just I yeah, no, it's it's just bizarre, isn't it? It's very difficult to get your head around. I mean, it's you know very very odd. I mean, we're going to be sitting in the middle of mid-season for four weeks here. We have the game to talk about. You know, I mean, I suppose we'll be going to Australia and we talk about that. But you know, it's uh, again you wonder then what Angel do when these guys in Australia give them a game and a half each, maybe. You know, something like that. But I know we're jumping way, way ahead now. But um, I doubt very much he's going to thrash them. You know, he'll want them to stay sharp. But that's about it. You know, he'll want them to get as much rest as possible and stay sharp. So um, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see the squad that goes to Australia and how it's used and what they actually use, uh, what they actually use it for. It might yeah. just be a warm weather training camp, which is quite handy as well. Which usually would have happened in January, but then. There was a wee yeah. incident in Dubai when uh, <laughs> that, that's not happened. Really? I don't think anyone's heard about that. No, no, no. It was, it, was, it was well hidden. I mean, there was no the pictures of anything in the papers eh, that we went to uh, Dubai during yeah. the pandemic. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stephen, Stephen, mate, you're for, you're for Grangemouth. You can who you can who can us. Because you're for Grangemouth, pal. Come on, mate. Uh, Robert Little tells us, I mean, every day's a school day on Axon. Tells us that there's only one player who plays in the J League from the midfield. The rest of the midfielders playing in Spain, Germany, yeah. England, and Portugal. So then yeah. Atati's maybe got his work cut out to get into that. Well, uh, seems that way. Seems that way. Does seem that way. Uh, tonight, he, he, he was James Forrest. I, 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 thought, I don't think Forrest will play tonight. I think he'll get kept for Dundee United. I don't think Forrest can play two games a week, and he right. played on and, 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 he, and he played on Sunday. I think he's going to get. He'll maybe come on tonight, but uh, he's definitely not going to. Uh, uh, the like, uh, he's definitely not going to start for me. Yeah. So would you play uh, the man whose contract we're currently trying to extend uh, with Abada? Well, you've got a choice here. Um, Maida or Haksabanovic. I think they'll be the two with Kyogo. I think they will be the two with Kyogo. Starting on the right would usually be a bad Forest, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so or or, do, uh, you know, is, or are we going to give Jota minutes? Well, I hope I hope Jota is playing on the left. Uh, but I mean, I, oh, right, okay, I see what you're saying you're saying play my eight on the left and play Jota on the right. Yes. Right, okay, with you. Sorry, okay, I picked that up wrong. Um, yeah, that's an option as well uh, because. Maeda, the last couple of times he's come on, has looked to be getting you know back on to a bit of form. Uh, he's actually had two what should have been assists to fantastic goals, but we never finished them. Um, so uh, he hasn't looked too shabby. Uh, I just prefer. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. 
Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Um, Jota on the left, although Alan Morrison tell, tells me, uh, the statistically speaking, I am incorrect on that, and he's actually more effective on the right. So, Alan uh, Morrison, he's damn facts and statistics. Know, like, it's all these facts <laughs> ruining my completely unfounded opinions. I'm um, not aware of it if it wasn't for these pesky statisticians. I know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I I don't care. I would what I want to see though. I, I would prefer it to be on the left, just because we would then have that sort of triangle of uh, Taylor, uh, Shota, and Haksavanovic at the top of the midfield, which I would love to see. Absolutely love to see. That would be a hell of a combination. Uh, I really would look forward to seeing that. Uh, now. You know, I mean, the, the, everything I we just discussed here, I suppose, is is based on my original thesis, which is that Hatsabanovich will play at the, the top of the, the midfield, which he may not. He may play him on the left. He may, he may play him on the left. He may play Kyogo on the right. Uh, and he may play Moy, uh, 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 you know, uh, in the midfield, um, which, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I, I wouldn't fancy that, you know, um, he looks a bit like a pensioner ch- chasing an escaped dog. Um, you know, uh, he's, he's got... Come on, the boy's done well for us the last yeah, couple of weeks, well. mate. Come he's on. Well. Like, stop this, Aaron, stop <laughs> this Aaron Moy bashing. You'll end up being a meme on Twitter. <laughs> you can't, yeah, you no, can't he's, do this. He's, 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 he's grand. He's grand at the SPFL level against certain teams. Uh, and you know, as I say, you give him time and space to move and turn, and he'll pick you apart all day. And he's been playing well. You can't deny that. Uh, at this level, though, not for me, not in a million years. Um, so, especially with some of the athleticism they have in their midfield. So, I, I would rather the three that I've mentioned. But obviously, that's just my opinion. We'll see what happens later on tonight. Um, but you know, again, you know, I've not made this live point. It's just. Um, you know, he's, 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 he doesn't look the most graceful and athletic, uh, but he's, he's a hell of a player, a hell of a ball player, a hell of a passer, um, you know. But I, again, I wouldn't have him at this level, uh, not in the Champions League. You mentioned, you mentioned an interesting point there, and Aaron Moy, is, well, just tie into my point, you mentioned the game against Livingston, so... A game against the mutated jelly babies at the Tony Macaroni, is com- the spaghetti had, is completely different for going to the going to play Real Madrid. But you mentioned that it was quite obvious that Celtic had changed the way that they played against Livingston, that they weren't just crossing the ball into the box. And there was a definite game plan what to do. Now we've been, we get told by all these guys who play football manager and all these guys that know better that Ange Postacoglu doesn't change the way that he plays. You you, you quite obviously have pointed out a reason. No, there, there has been certain changes that he made and he made a chain, change on Sunday that they weren't crossing the ball into the box. When they go tonight, there will be a certain change of the way that we set up. It'll maybe be one of the fullbacks will have to sit deeper. There will be a definite game management change change, but the way that we play won't necessarily change. My midfield tonight, I can see the midfield being O'Reilly, Atati and Moy tonight. I think that'll be the midfield and you might possibly see that O'Reilly and Moy will sit as a two. I think that might, you might actually see that tonight. Uh, Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely possible. Uh, You know, uh, and again, Ange uh, did try and change it up slightly last time with Kyogo playing that sort of deep line uh, or deeper line role. Uh, so I, you know, again, uh, Ange has a habit of making you look very foolish <laughs> when you try and uh, pick a team. Uh, my team is basically is based on what I want to see. 
you know, so that, that's what I would pay money for. And that, that's the combinations I want to see. Um, and I really don't mean to pick on my, I just would not play him at this level um, unless we were running away in a game. But unfortunately, you know, we don't have that many options. I mean, Turnbull, I would, I would have Turnbull in before I had Moy in. Uh, you know, I, you know, uh, and again, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that it's, uh, he's not playing well. I just not at this level for me. Uh, but look, you know, again, with, with what Ange, what we're looking to do tonight, um, you know, the, the last game we played was a very, very, very important game for us, uh, and that's why I think that slight change in system. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do tonight. Because what's important here is the performance. So he might just want guys, you know, uh, to go out and give us a, a, a good performance. The result for us is more about uh, retaining our dignity than anything else. Um, so I, I genuinely, you know, don't know uh, how he's going to approach it tonight. But look, uh, he, he does change uh, styles uh, to a certain degree. Um, he certainly. Uh, Rotates people in and out. CC spit, you know, to a great degree. But you know, he's not a. We know from what people have said in the past. You know, players have been with us. We know he analyzes the opposition to death. Mm -hmm. uh, so the idea that we are just throwing people out there without thinking about it uh, is. You know, I, I it's rubbish. Know. It's rubbish. Absolutely yeah. rubbish. It's it's like it's like people that walk around with an open top headman if they didn't yeah. believe that this this guy who admits that he I mean everything that we watched when he joined was like he, he done a like a PowerPoint presentation and it was it was on YouTube and I, I watched it and it was all about the. He, it was his performance measurements and how he looks at the performance. And he, he still talks about that. Eh? If you perform, you're going to get the results. And it was all stats-based. And he was looking at the opposite. And you knew the man was was well up on the way that the game has changed, the, the way that certain managers have been left behind, like that didn't use this stuff anymore. And, and you knew, even though he's got an ideal, a way, a style that he wants to play, that there is a game management comes in at certain points, and I think John's disappeared again. Oh, he's back again. Um, there, there is a game management comes in at certain points, and one of the disappointments of the Champions League has been that we've never got into the last fifteen minutes with a lead in a game to see what the game management would have been then. I think that's one of the disappointments as well, because I'm sure you would have seen a couple of wee tweaks to the way that we actually play if we were one nothing up with 10 minutes to go against the yeah. side of the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, again, um, look, we're not likely to get, a, a, you know, our only chance in this game tonight is is obviously to get a, to get a lead uh, early on and try and hold on to it because as has been pointed out, we cannot face the way that we would normally press when we do not have possession uh, for as much of this game as we have. We usually are in possession for about 60-65% of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, in these games, that's reversed. So we are pressing far more for far longer and it just can't be sustained. Now, the, the issue with changing that is it's very, very difficult to get that balance right, especially against uh, top teams. So I, I think Ange has really decided that this is our best way of playing with the current crop of players that we have, which is we have to continue to press. Yes, we won't be able to last a real best shot if to try and score as many goals. And you can see why he thought we would, because we did last year. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so you can see why he thought that that would be a valid point. Um, but obviously, we just haven't been hitting the back of the net this year, which has made it look uh, a bit worse. And we haven't had anything to really hold on to. And eventually, we're just, you know, for the most part, we've uh, had the better teams uh, just pinning us back in the last 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Uh, so, look, uh, you know, we, we are under a lot of pressure tonight um, from the, the best team, technically, still the best team in the world. Um, and you know, uh, for for me, 
uh, it's going to be all about what we do uh, because they're going to do their thing. Uh, I, I would like to see us hang on for longer. <clears throat> so I still think we'll run them close. I don't think they're playing very well. Uh, that's what certainly appears to be the case. I don't think they're playing well. Uh, and I think we can certainly run them close. But I hope that this time, you know, we, we can hold that out a bit longer and hope beyond hope that we can get a goal or two along the way, uh, take one or two of those chances. Um, but they are, you know, they are levels above us at the moment. Well, uh, so, the, you know, the reality is that we are hoping for a, a result um, I would take an excellent performance or as good a performance as we John, can deliver. You know? uh, mate, if I'd been truthful, the lot, they've, they've always been levels above us apart from a period in the 60s and the 70s mm-hmm. when, when your dad was playing. Now, that, if, yeah. if we're actually being honest, that's yeah. the, 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 that's, uh, the, that's the thing. Brown Warrior, I'm going to put this question to me, me and you. Kev, do you think Kyogo has done enough in the Champions League to convince the Japan boss he would cut it at the World Cup? I don't. I didn't either, but I think what he's done for us in the last year and a bit should have showed the Japanese boss that he's that, that he's done enough to get in before a guy that's no playing. Mm-hmm. And what he done in the Europa League last last season as well. That's yeah. that, that, that that's the way that I, I'm looking at it. Um, where's Ryan Kelly, just before we wrap up, John, I might ask something similar recently, but anybody predicting a wild card name in the team tonight, i.e. Wall at centre-back, which I don't see happening. Ange Postacoglu fooled us all last season against Bodo Glunt when he, when he put out a side, which we go, oh, never expected that, which showed that his priority lay at the game, the game following Bodo Glunt and the lead, he actually... You could probably look at it, even though he would never admit it. You could probably say that he actually gave up that tie against Bodo Glunt to for for the league priority. I don't think he'll do that tonight because it's a big stage. It's Real Madrid. Uh, it's Real Madrid. But I'm going to bring back up Brown Warrior. You might also see Abelgard drop deep into the role to double up with CB from here on the back foot. If there is going to be a surprise name, it's Abelgard. That that's that's my that's my gut feeling. Yeah, well, I, there's definitely going to be no surprise names, just surprise selections, really. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the point you just made there, Kev, is absolutely valid. So, if this wasn't Real Madrid, say this was Shakhtar for talk's sake, and we were already out, uh, and there's nothing we can do, then, you know, there's an argument that he would basically play a B team, because mm-hmm. the, the league is far more important, uh, and we've got a game on, on, on Saturday... So if it wasn't Real Madrid, you know, I think we could see some real short selections. But I think for the sake of his reputation, for the sake of the, the, the pride of the players, I think that you'll see him putting out his absolute very best as he sees it. Um, you know, but uh, it's it's going to be an interesting one because, again, you know, we don't know what, what sort of, you know, how uh, Madrid are going to show up. Uh, but all we can control... Is uh, you know obviously Ange knows how Madrid are going to show up, but he has a strong suspicion how they're going to show up. So the, the team that he selects will be the team that he feels is most likely to, to to win this game. And despite the fact that you know I'm taking the sort of fans I practical view of it, in as much as I, I still have a bit of trepidation about this, um, Ange, you know, if you watch the what's that uh, the, the video that's out now. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the Celtic video covering last God. season, which was great. Um, you know, he, he's not uh, he's not the kind of fella that's saying, "Look, go out, boys, and just do your no. best." He'll be shooting for a win. They will be. So he'll genuinely be shooting for a win. You know? uh, so. it, it- he definitely will be Robert Ingram. Will we see Gucci at some point tonight? The only Gucci you'll see tonight is the fake Gucci worn by the boys for Castle Milk in the stands. That's only fake. That's only Gucci you'll actually see tonight. Um, but let's let's have a let's have a wee look. See if there's a comment. Ridiculizer. I'm going to we'll, we'll, we'll end on a positive note. We'll all end on a positive. Anyway, I'm an eternal optimist in Europe. I'm dreaming tonight. Quite right, mate. We're all dreaming. And Roddy McDonald. It's all about pride and history this evening. This evening. I'm hoping we're sitting at 
the back of seven this season, uh, this evening, have made history. John, it's been a pleasure to have you on the Wednesday bulletin again. And thanks for as long as I was here, yeah, for as long as I was here. It was fine, man. It was fine. Um, <laughs> thanks to everybody that's commented. Please like, please like and subscribe. Uh, there was over 500 watching at one point. I know there's quite a lot of our viewers will be otherwise engaged in somewhere in sunny Spain at this precise moment in time. But thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you all later. And remember, Billy Bean Hands. See you later. phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.